0: on the verge on the verge is presented by cure cannabis used for research and education the medical industry is steadfastly looking to help millions of patients that suffer from injuries related to repetitive motion sports trauma and many other orthopedic injuries as well as skin disorders mental disorders cancer and osteoporosis to name only a few of the other underlying conditions that billions suffer from each day. On average in this country, we have 10,000 people turning 65 every day. With the cost of pharmaceutical medicines increasing, patients deserve natural alternatives that are not only more cost-effective, but also safer for them and society. CURE is focused on providing natural alternatives to aid with current or previous medical conditions. CURE does this by providing a therapeutic properties of natural cannabinoid ...formulations for multiple uses, whether internally or externally. Ask your physical therapist or your primary care physician if cannabinoids are right for you. Or check out their website at www.curemich.com. Cure, cannabis used for research and education. On the Verge is also brought to you by Green Scene, Green Scene is a family-owned company recognized as the Sizzle Award winner for outdoor living in Williamson County... We design and construct areas to blend with the natural landscape of your yard. That can include outdoor spaces, gazebos, fire pits, outdoor kitchens, and yes, putting greens. We understand the importance of your home. That's why we never settle for anything but the best. GreenScene also provides multiple teams with professional landscape maintenance, irrigation, and outdoor lighting. Welcome to On the Verge. Today's edition is the post-state championship end of golf season, uh, end of uh, a season of of life. Uh, it's a multiple chapters uh, closing for me. Um, it's very very interesting moment in time. Um, so. To, to get things started the uh, the Ensworth boys and girls golf team uh, they they finished as strong as you could ever uh, ever ask out of uh, a group of teenagers uh, our girls team uh, has battled all year to try to have a couple of girls play well the same day we went through most of the season with one girl shooting in the low seventies and one girl shooting in the mid eighties. The next time it would flip flop. The girl who shot seventy two would shoot eighty five, and the girl who shot eighty five would shoot seventy two. We had some really low rounds. Um, Alex Cruz shot sixty eight, uh, and one of our Endsworth Invitational's and and the highlight for Savannah Cherry was uh, she finished t3 at the state championship with two consecutive low 70 rounds and it just it was so exciting for me as a coach to watch how at the right time with the right preparation and the right focus they peaked at the at the time that it was necessary another beautiful moment for me was our alternate olivia bentley um She's only been playing golf for approximately 16 months. Former great basketball player and volleyball player, but is dealing with with injuries. And she's, you know, not ever played in anything like this before. And on the second day of the state, she she shot an 80, and obviously she could have probably shot lower than that. But at the end of the day, in the ultimate pressure cooker, with the opportunity to finish in the top three at state, she shot, a, she shot an 80, and played with a level of confidence that she's never dis- never been able to display, and as a coach uh, who's got her involved in the game and has helped her along the way, there's a lot to be said for perseverance, as it wasn't but a week prior to that. She was trying to qualify for the state uh, and play in the first day, and uh, things just fell apart, and the the pressure of wanting to be great, uh, maybe hearing from outside voices that she didn't have a chance, uh, it was a really challenging moment for her. And I remember vividly as we sat beside the cart after she had withdrawn from that event, and the pain was so obvious and so heavy, and she was she was very upset and it makes sense when you put something into it it just completely falls that i asked her to to you know accept this energy that she's feeling the anger and the sadness and the embarrassment and the humiliation of underperforming when you wanted to perform your best and channel it into something positive tomorrow it's okay to grieve and feel that pain but don't harbor it And from that day forward she worked hard as she's as hard as she's ever worked for a moment that she could play in the state championship on day two and shoot her lowest round ever. It's to be a moment that I'm never gonna forget because it was only it was less than a week prior to that that she was broken and one week later she is whole again and ready to take on more golf and more competitive golf. And it's just kind of mirrors life, in which, in many ways, life is a uh, is a golf match. All kinds of good intentions going wrong. Good shots get bad breaks. But then again, sometimes bad shots get good breaks. Offline putts hit a ball mark, goes in the hole. You just never know what's gonna happen, which is why the process and the system of greatness is the standard in which we're always searching for because we really have no control over the outcome. And as soon as you start trying to control the outcome, you end up getting the the pressure, the expectations, and choking can occur because you put a value on something that you can't control and you don't value what you can control. And another... Piece to the this, this postseason was our 8th grader Hayden Cherry who is going to be a truly spectacular player and I'm so excited to see her progress and to bring her up from 8th grade and give her an opportunity to compete in all the big events that we played in mainly as our 3 player all year and to watch her thrive and she also had a hard moment at State. Early on really struggled but by hole seven, she had steadied the ship as an eighth grader in the biggest event that she's played in as a team, representing her school and her friends and her playing with her sister. Um, she really showed a lot of character and grit, and the way that she kept her, her round going. On a golf course, that's not very easy. Made me very proud and lets me know where her, her career is going, and to me... When I look back over the girls' season, it had, it had plenty of moments of frustration and confusion and a sensation of maybe being lost, but when it all came right down to it and it came to be the time to, to get ready for the big events, those four girls put it together in a way that could make a coach prouder. In many ways, a lot of credit needs to go to the assistant coach that I I was able to bring in, Maddie Williams. Maddie uh, won a state championship here at Endsworth in 2011 and brought a level of energy to the team. It was always fascinating because in, in golf, you don't really see a lot of loud joy and especially in high school golf, but it was so heart-filling to watch her share her joy for the girls' progress and how well they're playing with a distinct cheer that was loud and boisterous and so uplifting. It's a sound that I'll never forget is to, to watch the excitement in Maddie's eyes as she was had her first opportunity to coach and it's interesting Maddie I met Maddie a long time ago she worked with uh, a a guy that I just did a podcast with Matt Walter who I've mentored for a long time and is a great buddy of mine while she played at Belmont University so after she graduated here she went to Belmont and played and I had a chance to oversee her golf swing but I not really uh, got involved in it other than maybe guiding Matt if he was a little bit, not sure where he was going, but he he really never was. He always had it right. And I've taken over uh, coaching Maddie in the last five months, four months, and to know that all the all the things that she has in the gift pile for talent and golf, and all the things that she probably wishes she had done differently or better when she was in high school and in college. What she brought to the table was uh, a level of understanding of where these girls are. She's, she's very young. She's 26, so she's closer to the high school girls' golf game than she is being uh, closer to being an established coach. And She created a level of camaraderie with the, the team that was was interesting it's it's a different style in in some ways to get close to these girls the way she did and 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 be able to motivate them from a different angle uh was was interesting to watch, and to watch how her cheer, her voice, her yell in the positive yell would bring smiles and uplift the the girls is something that I'm very proud of for her. So in her first year, in which I generally gave most of the control to, to her, obviously the, some of the decisions do fall on me, but as it pertains to the general day-to-day, to have been a coach for approximately three months and in her own style and her own way helped the girls win a regional championship and finish third in state that's off to you, Matty Williams. That's a that's a fantastic that's a fantastic uh first season. And I couldn't be uh happier and prouder of you. Fleming Wilt also provided us a level of coaching as a volunteer coach, as his daughters played on the team. And uh he is such a steadying voice and a calm hand and I can't express my gratitude enough for Fleming and all the great things that he provided our team. And as a great player, he understood where they were, understood how to help, and really was the ultimate role player as a volunteer coach. And for that and our amazing uh, girls team retreat, in my opinion, played a, a huge role in how we ended up finishing strong. And so the Wilt family, I can't thank you enough for allowing us that time to be together. There were, there were moments of triumph and moments of challenge. And through those, we grew. And at first it didn't look like we were gonna grow. But as it came down the home stretch, there was a lot of power in that growth. And of all the things that I will remember about this, this year's girls' golf team, it's the growth that occurred, the helping hands of Matty Williams and Fleming Wilt, Pat Sellers, who's our, certainly our short game and putting coach, and how he shaped them, how they all shaped them to be the best versions of themselves was, uh, was truly miraculous. So way to go, girls. Uh, I think that our best golf is about to fall upon us as our, our, our players are still young. Olivia will be a senior. Next year, Savannah and Alex will be juniors, and Hayden will be a freshman. And we also have a nice pipeline of girls in our, our varsity B team. So the girls' golf team is, is looking good, and I'm very excited about the, uh, the future of girls' golf. The 2021 boys golf team is something that I looked forward to since the day I became the coach as I saw who and what was going to be on that team. I sensed that this could be an amazing, uh, amazing year. We had two out, outstanding senior captains in Bo Meredith and Toby Wilt. And for the first time, I sensed that there were two seniors that could handle the role of leading a team under the guidance of of myself. And to say that they did a great job would be possibly the grossest understatement that I would ever bestow on an 18-year-old, as they were outstanding in keeping the team together. It was as tight-knit of a group as I've ever imagined seeing in an individual sport team event. And their, their dedication to winning, their dedication to being the best they could be, was second to none. And both of those boys are going to play college golf as Bo. Bo is signed to play at Georgetown. He's going to be a Hoya, and Georgetown is definitely picking up uh, a super leader, a very smart man, very dedicated to his craft, and owns his game as well as any 18-year-old I've ever, I've ever seen. So, Bo, I'm super proud of you, man. Toby Wilt, I know you haven't decided where you're going, but that's good because you got options. But you finished your high school career with a bogey-free 69 and a second-place finish at state. And I know at the beginning of the year when you decided to to quit playing football, it was all about winning a state championship. And our team this year, we finished 78-2. and Our only two losses came to Baylor at the Baylor preview and at the state championship where Baylor broke every state record for scoring. Gary Partrick, who's their coach, uh, is a very close friend of mine, and I couldn't be prouder of him and his, his guys. They played unbelievable. They have a bunch of very spectacular young men on that team as well. I've gotten to be close with many of them. To shoot 19 under par in a high school golf tournament state championship on a new golf course for us. That's worthy of an applause. So hats off to you, Baylor. But our boys, 78 and 2. Six players with a scoring average of 73 or less. 10 players with a scoring average of under 76. Even though we did not win the state championship, and we, yes, we won the regionals again. This is nothing to hang your head over. We shot the ninth lowest score in the history of Tennessee high school golf. And it was not good enough to win. But that does not mean we are losers. That just means that somebody played better than we are. One of my favorite lines is that when you prepare to win and you believe you're going to win and you go out and give your best and you perform admirably – and you don't win. You are not a loser. It's better to shake the hands of somebody that's beaten you than to have to look in the mirror to see who is beaten you. We did not beat ourselves. We played magnificent golf all year. Every event that we played except one, I'm sorry, except two events, we shot under par as a team. That is unbelievable. And in many ways this will be a season that I'll never forget for the boys is there were so many amazing rounds of golf played simultaneously winning golf events at eight and 10 under par. Everybody on the team shooting under par. We played a round of golf in basically a monsoon and we shot four under par as a team in a complete downpour. So, Although we did not win the state championship, we did not lose. We are not losers. We just gave it everything we had, and it wasn't enough in this particular moment. So it's really one of the hardest challenges in life to be able to accept loss while your best came out of you. And when you when you do this, all you really are doing it's a cycle of assess. And then, after you've assessed what it is that you want to get better at, you create a plan, and then you take action on that plan, and then after you've taken action, you assess it, and just is a constant cycle of success. And for these, these boys and girls, we've learned how to assess our play, create plans and take action over and over and over again. And following that process is going to allow us to be able to transition those processes to our life in business, family, and basically everything. It's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving, which is the process and the systems that you employ to be the best that you can be. There is uh, many things that go on in a season that uh, are, are interesting <clears throat> when when we play events and we are challenged by weather. We'll almost always, see the weather brings out the best in the players because it takes away expectations. In a couple of different events this year, we played in <clears throat> excuse me, high wind or rain or excessive temperature. And it was interesting, in many of our our greatest rounds, they came under awkward and difficult conditions. And uh, a great follower of mine, his name is Stephen Kotler, he's the guy who founded the Flow Genome Project, and is he's probably the foremost authority on flow. But what he clearly demonstrates is that once the environment gets out of what you'd consider control, your expectations of what will come disappear. And this is where expectations become cancers. And to me, with the ability to disengage from what you expect to do and go into a place of one shot at a time being present, because every shot has the potential to be a round ender, what most people don't recognize is that even when it's 77 and calm every shot can be a round ender but we don't take it as that because we take it for granted it's an expectation we've worked off of this model for so long that anything other than great is disappointing but as soon as you crank up the wind or make the elements more challenging expectations go away and generally performance rises and i do find that very fascinating and for that I am eternally excited and grateful one for Stephen Kotler for showing me <clears throat> what expectations do how to overcome them and what are the triggers that allow the brain to escape the, 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 the prison cell of expectation Dr. Rotella says it wonderfully is that why, why limit yourself if your goal is to shoot 68 today, well, why limit yourself to 68? If you set a limit, then you're always going to be trying to follow that limit. And if you set a 68, and that may prevent you from shooting 63. But being able to fall in love with the process one shot at a time and to be able to execute it as such is a very important trait to occur and once again golf is a microcosm of life and to be able to follow those those critical pieces will help you navigate all your challenges in life you know, in many ways you know life is full of of things that make your heart beat and then things that make your stomach sick and then as we interact with with humans Many things occur that get your, your level of excitement to rise and the level of pain to increase always through expectations. And it's very humbling to watch as we move through life passing, crossing paths with others some we connect with, some we do not connect with. And as you get further into relationships as mentors and coaches and friends, what have you, it's it's fascinating to watch as the pressure picks up what human traits arise under duress. And In many ways, I think that judgment is a killer of progress because when we judge others and how they react to pressure and stress, we have no idea what people have gone through in their lives to experience that type of trauma and how it would then come out in them. In many ways... It's out of our control. Some people are blessed to have had their first very stressful moment turn out to be a victory. And they believe that that's the outcome. And then there's other people who've experienced the exact same emotion on the exact same day and the exact same event and fail. Don't win. And then they harbor that as their life outcome. I'm not going to be. Hopefully, most people attack it through perseverance and grit, and not take it personal. But in the world we live in today, where social media glorifies greatness, and all you constantly do is see the highlight reel, you have you don't see how many missed shots are are played because we only see the highlights, which really gives a false narrative <clears throat> to kids as it pertains to what they can expect and how they should feel and how they should be when they compete. So when I, when I think back on 2021, Ensworth Golf, I'll think of the growth of the girls' team, the growth of the boys' team, the leadership of Toby Will and Bo Meredith on our team, the great play, of Toby and Bo and Hudson and Jack, Ethan, Tommy, Landon, Lucas, Sam, Ellis, Ed, Talent, Sloan. How far they've come, how far they've grown in their games and as people. Something I'll never forget. All the people that helped us. George Height junior varsity coach, brought together a team with his friend Jeffrey Holland, who co-coached with him, volunteer. So thank you, Jeffrey, for that. That that team was so effusively happy and praised those coaches and helped build, helped build a program. So thank you for that, Pat Sellers. The amount of dedication you put forth for a state championship with yardage books, strategy, pin placements, slope, You made these guys feel like tour players, Pat. You taught them what it's like to be a tour player as you've caddied out there for so long, coached out there for so long. You opened Maddie's eyes to how deep the game can get and how specialized it can get and how precise it can get. And all that's going to do is help her in her career. So in many ways, not only did you show the players, what it takes to be an elite player, but you also help coaches understand what it takes to be elite players. So thank you for that, Pat. And in many ways, without the the support of Ensworth, Coach Bowers, all of of the the staff here that run Ensworth and provide me a great opportunity to coach kids with maybe the greatest indoor tech center that there could possibly be. 78-2 and two for the boys, second place finish at state. It's been one heck of a year. Stay with us next week as I will bring in another interview, but today was a day that I wanted to share the 2021 golf season and how it, how it played out, the things that I'll take away, the things that I hope the players take away and maybe if you're listening out there you can apply some of it and make it yours as well have a wonderful day and I will look forward to seeing you next week on the verge cure is focused on providing natural alternatives to aid with current or previous medical conditions Cure does this by providing therapeutic properties of natural cannabinoid formulations for multiple uses, whether internally or externally. Ask your physical therapist or your primary care physician if cannabinoids are right for you. Or check out their website, www.curemich.com. Cure, cannabis used for research and education. On the Verge is produced by Chase Acres. If you've enjoyed the show, leave a five-star rating and write a review. Click subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode.